welcome to Life Awakening. Let's talk about it. I'm your hostess with Moses, Coach Kylie Tammy, out here in beautiful San Diego, California. Today, I am so freaking excited. I have my good friend for many years, like 2005-ish, 2006, uh, Sean Miller on with us. You know, if you remember back at episode 26, don't don't believe the hype about relationships, I said that I wanted to get one of my guy friends to come on and talk about the man's perspective about everything that I was talking about. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and check it out. And that way you'll kind of be caught up on what we're talking about today. But even if you don't, then you, I, I kind of lead you into all the questions. And so you'll see what we're talking about. But um, I wanted to say thank you guys so, so, so much. You have no idea how much I love and appreciate you. We are at over 6,100 downloads for my podcast in just nine months. OMG! You guys are the bomb.com. You are the reason that I continue to do this podcast each and every week. I just love serving you and giving you the best information that I can in order to help you grow and become the best you ever. So uh, we're going to take a minute and listen to one of my sponsors and we will jump right into my interview with my good friend, Sean Miller and don't believe the hype. Hey everybody, welcome back to Life Awakening. And as I said, I have got one of my bestest friends in the whole wide world. He is like my homie from way back, Mr. Sean Miller. If you guys remember when I did the podcast, Don't Believe the Hype, where we were talking about fairy tale relationships, I said I needed a man's perspective on this stuff right here. And I was gonna I was gonna reach out to some folks and Sean graciously said, Sure, I'm all in, but I'm just gonna give my perspective, which I don't expect anything less. And let me go ahead and tell y'all. Y'all think I'm wild out? He's my friend because he wild out too. This is how we talk. Well, this is gonna be like a conversation between us. So y'all get strapped up and ready, <laughs> get your favorite beverage and have some fun with this conversation. You know, so we we both have our own opinions, but we're very similar in how we think a lot of times. And uh, we bounce a lot of ideas off of each other regularly, a lot of relationship off of each other regularly. And I said, he is just like my best friend. We, we down to ride any, any given day of the week. So, Sean, my man, how are you? I'm all right. I'm just, you know, ready to get the ball rolling. I feel like I didn't have a choice. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's, it's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm, you know, I, I just hope I don't piss anybody off, you know. But, hey, oh, it'll be okay. at the end of the day, you know, they'll love me tomorrow, so. But it, it, it's not, see, if you make somebody mad, it means you're talking about them and you just, you, that's all it is. They'll be all right. Hey, hey listen, <laughs> if, you, if, 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 you, if, if you take it personal, then I touch you in a major way. Right, so, right. there I mean, you go. Well, we'll, you got, we'll, we'll find out. Right. Well, you, you got to know that the majority of my listeners are women. I do have quite a few men that listen on here, but for the most part, the, I would say 75% of my listeners are women. So we okay. want to know. So, like, I don't think that you can really hurt anybody's feelings. It's just either going to clear some air or it's going to acknowledge what we already what we already assumed that the man thinks. So Okay. I'll, um, I'll say this. I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm sure you can vouch for me. For your listeners, I, I have a very unique personality. So yeah. a lot a lot of things that I say is not, you know, the average male. I, I think way differently and from a whole nother different horizon when it 
comes to certain topics and certain situations, and it's, you know, straight to the point. I'm going to keep it real. This is whatever comes out, it comes out because that's exactly how I feel, and that's right. exactly how I think and the way my brain operates. So let's let's do it. All right. Awesome. So I'm just going to start with the obvious question. Do men or do you believe that there is such a thing as a fairy tale relationship? Like in Disney fairy tales, there's the Prince Charming and he finds his one and that's it and they live happily ever after and nothing ever goes wrong. And those cartoons, right? Which means they're not right. real. Right. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Like, that should be common sense. But from a woman's perspective, so I'm going to fill you in because I know you didn't have time. You live out in East BFE and have to work out in East BFE, so you don't have cell service to listen to podcasts to get caught up on the topic before you get here. So (laughs) a, a woman's perspective, we watch these fairy tales, and we're taught from a very young age, oh, you'll meet your Prince Charming one day, and you're just going to live happily ever after. And so we we grow up thinking, oh, I'm going to be a princess, and I'm going to meet my Prince Charming. I might have to kiss a few frogs before I get there, but I'm going to have my Prince Charming, and everything's just going to be hunky-dory after that. And I call bullshit. Like, I don't, me personally, I don't think there's a fairy tale relationship. I think there's there can be... There can be perfect partnerships, and, and I don't mean perfect by there's never an argument or never a disagreement or never struggle. I mean that person is as perfect for you as they can be, and you are that perfect, as perfect a person as you can be for that person, and you guys make each other better, and your relationship is as perfect as it can possibly be. But nobody's perfect in their own right. That's, that's, that sounds real good. Um. I, I will say this. I, I don't think there's a glass slipper for every woman on this planet. The whole fairy tale thing, like I said, it, it's something, you know, as women and as young girls, you grew up understanding that. You grew up wanting that. You grew up saying, I'm going to meet my Prince Charming. I'm going to, you know, kiss this frog and he's going to turn into the man of my dreams. Some people find that. Some people don't. Some people force it because of the fairy tale ending. And with that, they put themselves in a situation that is pretty much a toxic relationship Mm -hmm. because they're wanting the fairy tale ending. So people don't want to step outside of their comfort zone. So, for example, let's say you got a girlfriend and her, you know, and her man just, he's ass. He just treats her like shit, you know, day in and day out. And, you know, you as her friend and you address certain things and you're like, girl, like, if I was you, I would do this or I would assess that. But this is, it's, it's not that she put this on herself, but when you're so used to something, you get comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. So this is all you know. So let's say, say towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's say this for a prime example. I have a friend that every relationship she's had has been toxic. And they're going to continue to be that way because you attract a certain type. This is what you physically are attracted to, and that's toxic, okay? So when shit gets bad, it's like, oh, my gosh, like, I just don't know what to do. with. It's what you have attracted. If you if you getting beat up in every relationship, <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but this is what you attract. So the whole abuse and 
you know, the toxic relationships and just understanding that in order for change, shit has to change. You got to step outside your comfort zone, no matter what type of ties you have with this person. So it's either, you know, shit or get off the pot, one or the other. Right. Can't do both. Right. So when it comes to relationships, you have to figure out what's best for you. And that's one thing that I will say to the death of me is you got to take care of you first. A lot of women I've seen, they're, they're giving. Women are the, I got to take care of my man. I got to please my man. I got to do everything I need to do to keep my man. But you forgot about you. Yes. Say that again for the folks in the back. <laughs> you, for, you, forgot, <laughs> you, you forgot about you. So you, you know, you did everything you needed to do to keep your man. You, I mean, the man's shower running, the, the food on the table, you know, you, wh- whatever it is. After that, you, you laced up and doing your grown folks thing later on to keep your man happy, but you miserable. Right. <clears throat> so it's, it, at, the, at the end of the day, no matter what you do as a woman, no matter what you do as a woman, and I'm going to say this more than twice, it doesn't matter what you do as a woman and what you feel like you are doing, we are all human at the end of the day. Right. And as humans, we're going to do what we want to do. No matter how perfect you are to this man, listen, we are human at the end of the day. So I don't put anything past anybody. Um, when it comes to, like, relationships and, you know, cheating and stuff of that nature. I don't put nothing past nobody because in my mind, we're human. If it happens to me, it, it happens to me. But, see, I'm knowledgeable enough to know that we are human. Right. And that shit could happen to me. But it's how I assess it when it does happen or how I assess it if I was on the other end of that and was doing this to someone else and it got out or I had to address it with, you know, my girlfriend or, or whatever. Like, it's how you assess it after that. But at the end of the day, we are human. So right. the, the whole he'll never leave me, I'll never leave him type, that's bull because you will. Yeah, it's definitely a possibility. Like, I, I, I've had two, two marriages fail, and I've only had three serious relationships since then. You know what I mean? But it's all – I had a lot of – damage that I didn't know needed to be healed from my childhood and so like I want to go back and address the part where you were talking about your friend that attracts the toxic relationships she's a she she doesn't realize she's a common denominator number one she keeps saying I don't understand why this keeps happening well you haven't taken the time to heal you haven't taken the time to address the fact why are you allowing it because what you choose to allow you give permission to exist so if you're attracting this type of guy, why is that? 99.99% of the time is because you didn't take the time to heal your wounds. You didn't take the time to figure out, okay, is any kind of, is any kind of attention good attention? Like, is it, is it okay for somebody to love you with their fists? If that's not what you want, then you've got to take the time to figure out that you're enough and you're good enough and you deserve something better. You know what I mean? And and I understand yeah. in those relationships that the man makes them feel like they deserved it, makes them feel like they did something that caused that to happen. And then after it happens, they act all sweet and huggy face, kissy pie, baby, I'm so sorry, this isn't going to happen again. You know, I don't know what come over me and, you know, let's work it out, da 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 all this stuff over and over and over again. It's a cycle. And what he's doing to you has less to do with you than it has to do with him. 
he grew up right. either seeing that because his dad did it to his mom or his or his mom had a boyfriend that did it or whatever that's a taught behavior that's learned and so he doesn't know any other way that I'm not making excuses for him doing what he's doing but you're staying and then you're going yeah. to the next man who is doing the same thing and you're staying so you got to fix you before you try to get into another relationship and figure out what it is that you want and don't start your sentence with I don't want this you got to start with I want a man that has a healthy relationship with women. I want a man who loves women and treats them like a queen. You know what I mean? Like, focus on what it is that you want and stop focusing so much on what you've been getting. Right. So, with that, let's 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 talk about the uh, the the real you in men. Mm-hmm. They tell you everything you want to hear. You fall for it. You re- he reels you in. And now you you call, mm-hmm. okay, and then everything just goes downhill from there because mm-hmm. you in, you in now you fully you fully invested now because initially oh my gosh this is the man of my dreams he's doing everything I want in a man the reason being is because you've already told him this mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna be <laughs> blatantly honest. We as men, include myself, we are manipulators, period, period, all right? So think about the used car salesmen that will sell you anything. Yep. Men are manipulators, okay? So the more information that you provide early on, the easier the catch is because now I have to do all of this to catch you. Once you're caught, you're in because this is everything you ever dreamed of going back to the glass slipper little girl, mm-hmm. okay? So you got to start thinking about how much information you give a man up front. I like somebody to work me. I want to work for it, okay? I, I like challenges. The more information you give up front, <laughs> I'm sorry, but the, the, it ain't going to be smooth. Right. It's not going to be a smooth track because you're giving up too much at once rather than having someone earn what you have to offer and what you actually look for in a man. Because if you give it all up at once, it's going to be like that with every person you've been with. They're only going to stay for a certain amount of time because they didn't have to work for nothing. Right. You already gave it all to them. Yep. So that's, e- that's, that's, that's easy. Absolutely. And that's, Steve Harvey talks about that all the time. Like, mm-mm. Like, make it, we, we know we have to work. If you don't make us work, then, like, that's on you. He, he right. says that in all his stuff. Um, a lot of men call him a sellout because he's telling all the secrets. <laughs> I'm going to say this. I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even call, he, he just being real about right. it. Right. Well, he's got and, and the thing about it is, the thing about it is, if you feel some type of way about it, then if he's the shoe fits, then where? Right. Yeah. He's talking, he talking about you. How, how do you fix yourself to not be this way or be that way? You know what right. I'm saying? So it's kind of like if you get upset about what somebody says, but that fits your characteristic or your personality or just you overall, mm-hmm. then shit, I'm talking, I'm talking about you. Right. So and We, we I mean, had a conversation I, about this not too long ago about one of my exes because <laughs> I said he called Steve Harvey a sellout. He was like, well, yeah, because he's talking about him. <laughs> yeah. 
you remember that conversation? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't too big of a fan of that guy, but it was it was I saw it though. Right. But you know, at the at the end of the day, it's like when you have people that are close to you that you've built a relationship with and friendship for so many years, um, and you you're, you're there for them, and they get into a relationship, you have to still be direct but still respect the relationship right not to tarnish it right okay so this is something that I told one of <clears throat> one of my friends is she's you know she just was divorced uh earlier this year and now she wants to go back dating i've known her since i was in the 8th grade mm-hmm. i know her better than she know herself okay so i you ain't ready because right now you're looking for companionship, someone to just tell you you're beautiful, somebody just to hang out with, somebody to happy hour with. You're looking for someone to reassure you that you're worth something to somebody, period, okay? You're not really looking for a relationship because you're still tarnished from your previous marriages. So you're really, you, you really just looking for confirmation and that is it that's a waste of time you you wasting your time and you're wasting getting to know somebody else's time just for confirmation that you still got it or you know any anything of that nature right absolutely so i'm gonna touch on that since you because that was my next thing on my list anyway about women especially because they want to feel enough or they want to feel loved they want to feel like they're good enough to be loved they will take be they will go from relationship to relationship to relationship i tell them all the time you take you with you if you hadn't healed all the wounds that the one that the, that the past one put on you you're going to make the next one pay for the scars that he didn't that he didn't cause so i want to i want to flip that around on the guys for a second because i don't I don't know how guys deal with breakups. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm a woman. They ain't finna talk to me about that. So, like, it, when I've had breakups, they don't, they don't want to talk to me anymore, and I don't want to talk to them anymore. So I don't know how they're dealing with that. So on, from a guy's perspective, do you, do you guys heal quicker? Do you think about healing before you're going out with somebody else? Do you, do you look at that self-care in the same way that we do? Or do you just jump to the next one, too? All right, this is just me. I can't speak for every man. I can only speak for me. Right. I don't, I don't want to put us all in a. Can't, don't put me over there with the average ones. I got to speak for me. Okay. When a when a breakup happens, I'm gonna always be good. I'm gonna tell myself I'm good. I'm good. As a man, you're gonna go. I can have any woman I want because that's exactly how we think. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how we think. We can have anybody we want. Okay. But when it comes to breakups, the next person that we encounter, it's only temporary. Mm. That's where the that's where the emotions get released because you're still not over the previous person. Mm-hmm. But you still but you still need that what that sense of love, that sense right. of affection, that sense of everything that you once had 24 hours ago is no longer there. Right. So now you're on the prowl again because you need that fix back. Right. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. that person that you actually run into or you encounter, they temporary, but yeah. they don't even know it. 
they're being used for a certain amount of time just for that fix, but there's no genuine emotion right. for that person. It's either, you know, somebody to hang out with and be around company, or you're using this person strictly for sex. Right. Okay? There's no physical emotion for that person. Right. Because you're releasing everything as if, you know, okay, I broke up with her and I got this chick here, and then it's like, okay, me and her, we kicking it. But there's whenever a, hey, we should do this, or, hey, you know, I really like you, or, you know, I think we should start dating, we like, ah, nah, I'm good. You find the next one. Right. To the next one. So you cut this one loose. It was fun while it lasted, but I got to go. Right. Mm-hmm. And on to the next. Until as a man, you finally go, I'm tired of doing this shit. Right. This ain't right. I'm taking all of this anger and emotion out that I haven't dealt with yet on these women. Right. I'm using them because I haven't coped with what I was going along with or what I was going through when I broke up. So have you gotten better about that yet? Sean's still going to be Sean at the end of the day. <laughs> so, I, you know, I, you know, I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I still love you. I'm, just I, I'm, I'm, I'm still me at the end of the day, and you got to know me to know me. Right, that right. even makes sense. Oh, well, but you, you got to know me to know. you got to you got to you got to really know me. But I'm speaking from past experiences. Okay, that's so right. I I will include that. Okay, so I don't think like. Like, she done got this dog on the phone. She done interviewed this pit bull. No, I'm speaking from past experiences at a younger age and stuff that I've learned with time. Right. When you, when, when you acknowledge the things that you did in the past as you get older and as you get wiser, you go, dang, I wish I could go back and say I'm sorry. Or, dang, I was wrong for that. Or, right. damn, I shouldn't have did her like that. Right. That's when that's when things really hit you. When you get older and you go, man, like, I really, man, what if that was my daughter? Right. You see what I'm saying? So it's like when you're in the moment and you like that, you don't you don't think about stuff like that. Right. Because it's all hee, hee, ha, ha, I'm on top of the world, you can't tell me nothing. Right. Until you get older and you and you learn from it, and it's like, man, like, I was wilding. Like, I can't even believe that was me. Right. But it was. Right. But if you're in your 30s, your 40s, and 50s, and you're still doing that, then, brother, I can't help you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, I, he lost. He long gone. Right. I, I, I got some initials for a couple <laughs> uh, hey, you 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 are long gone. I've I've always practiced this when I'm in a relationship. I feel like it's important to validate my man, to celebrate him, to uh, lift him up, pray pray with him, over him, for him, all all that kind of good stuff. But like to always. Uh, Show him appreciation in some kind of way is 
do men appreciate that or do they take that for granted? And, and I know you can't speak for all men and I know you're just speaking for you, so we'll take that as a given. But, you know, like I, I always felt like, and I didn't always do this. I, I would say in the last seven, six, seven years, say, well, since I was with D, when I was with D, that was something that I really became accustomed to doing. And because that was his words of affirmation, I guess, was kind of his love language. And he really, he really flourished when I did those things, even in his hard days. And then uh, when I became a life coach and started growing even more, because I'm way different now than what I was in 2011 and 2013 when me and him were dating. And I still feel like that's very important. Even when I was with Jason, I, he seemed, that seemed to shift his energy toward me in a much better way when I would do those things. And so I was just curious if that's something that works for all men. Is, is it something that's appreciated or not, or, or how does that feel to you? So when, you, when you're talking about appreciation, like what, give me like an example okay. of what so, you're actually doing. All right, so like we could be just carrying on a regular day and something just strikes me to let you know, you know what, like I need you to know that, okay, so if I'm talking to you, if we were dating, Sean, look, dude, I love how you always come home and the first thing you do is walk up behind me and give me a hug when I'm cooking dinner. You know what I mean? I don't know if you know how much I appreciate that. I love the way that you grind. Like you are so focused and you are so good at your job and you're so loving towards the dog and you're such a good, like I love the way that you love your mom. You know what I mean? Like you're just, you're just, you're, you've got this great big huge heart and, you know, your laugh is infectious and like just I have days where I just like shower you with appreciation and let you know all the little things that I appreciate it is that you do. Okay, so I'm going to take what you just said as if you was talking to me. Yes. This is my reaction. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> that is who I am, period. So one, one thing about me when it comes to, like, appreciation, there's been times where I've said, man, you don't even have to do that. You don't have to do that because mm-hmm. I've, I've never been like the – the receiving complimentary type person or the mm-hmm. appreciation receiving type. I've never, I've never really been like that. And I think this is because my dad is like that. Like mm-hmm. he, like no matter how much dad, I love you, man. And whoop de whoop, whatever. It's just like, word, word. Okay. Okay. So I, right. that I'm, I'm just like that. We, it's, it's like it's a sense of care. It's mm-hmm. touching, and I feel it. Mm-hmm. But it's like you you know when he go, okay, all right, son, all right, cool, that it warm his heart. Right. But he shows no sense of emotion. So it's kind of like do he even care or is he blowing me off? Or mm-hmm. some people don't know how to receive things when a reaction comes like that. Right. And I've been on the other end of that where I just be like, word, for real, that's how you feel? That's what's up. Okay, I appreciate that. And I go right. on about my day. Right. But it's it's like, as a woman, you're going to be like, man, I poured my fucking heart out to this motherfucker and told him how I really felt, and he going <laughs> to give me a, a word, for real? That's what's up. That's all he gave me, girl. That's all he gave me. But little do you know, that shit, like, warm my heart, though. Right. But it's just, it, I, I'm just like that. 
because but I, you, I guess that, okay. So let me let me rephrase the question. So if you're not get, if you're not responding with words, you're responding with actions later to show your appreciation. Yes. Okay. So even even if I might not say, man, I really appreciate that and this and that, you know, whatever, and you just don't feel anything, I'm going to show you that I received it. Right. Rather than t- I've always been a, and this goes back to my mom. I'm, I'm referencing my parents so that people can understand the way I operate when it comes to certain things. Mm-hmm. My mom was always a show me better than you can tell me. Right. So that's where I'm getting the, I'm going to show you how much I appreciate you appreciating me. Right. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And with my dad, it's just a real word. Okay. Appreciate you and walk off. Okay. So I got both my parents' personalities when it comes to certain things and how I assess certain things. But in the end, it's just, you know, this, this is just what it is. So you got you to gotta really understand your man. Your man. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and acknowledge the simple fact that you, you got to know him. You got to know how he's going to react to certain things. And if he doesn't react a certain way, don't pitch no fit because I'm going to tell you right now, if you react a certain way with me and I know you was being genuine and I'm being genuine, you shouldn't even say it. It's over with. Forget it. I don't even care about it no more because right. you took it. And I've said this so many times. You took what I said the wrong way. Right. Someone might say, well, how, how can you explain it so that someone understands? You got to know that person. You right. gotta, you gotta know their art of thinking. That's the only way you can understand. Period. You, right. you gotta know how they're gonna receive certain things, and you gotta know <laughs> and be prepared for right. re- whatever reaction this person says, and not right. take it at heart. And you also gotta know if your man receives words better written or he receives them better verbal. Because yes. if I was dating you, I already know. It would be better for me to write you a note and stick it in your briefcase and let you find that shit later and come home and let me receive the goods when you get home. And I'm going to say this. I wouldn't find it the same day either. Or would I read it the same day? I'm just one of them people where, (laughs) like, birthday cards and stuff and anything that I get, I don't even read them until I get ready. Right. Like, it's, 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 it's one of those things where it's like, it's not that I'm blowing things off, but it's stuff that really means something to me that I really need to be in my element before I sit down and really read. Yeah, For example, the stresses of the day to be to to interact with something that you know is important because if I took time to write you a letter, it was important. Yes. So, prime example, I'm going to reference your book. Okay, I ordered the shit out that book. Mm-hmm. Got it as soon as possible. So the simple fact that you say, have you read anything? Have you read anything? And what mm-hmm. do I say? No. I will when I'm ready. I already know. I haven't, I ha- I haven't read it yet. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, okay, did he just buy the book to just support me and I really care what I have to say? Or is he better. actually going to, <laughs> is he actually <laughs> going to read it? I'm actually going to read it. Because when I get in my element and I start to read, mm-hmm. I read. Right. It's like a, 
it's like your favorite show or you binge watching something. Mm-hmm. You're going to stay up, all, you're going to keep watching it until you find a, a point where, okay, I can stop right here and I can start later. Or mm-hmm. I can stop right here at this point and I'll, and I'll pick up where I left off tomorrow. Right. That's how I am when I, when I read books, period. Mm-hmm. I, I got I to gotta really be like, you know what, I'm ready to read this. But see, I got to read one book at a time because the way my brain operates, it'll, it'll start mixing. And right. I'll be like, did, did this happen in this book or, right? wait, I know. <laughs> and then I get confused and I make up my own story and ending. So it's just one of those, that's, that's just how I am. Right. And, and I kind of knew what your answer was going to be to that, but I wanted it to be clarified because a lot of women don't understand their man's love language. You know what I mean? Like they don't understand yeah. what how he's going to respond to things. And like I said, we, me and Sean, we've tried to remember how long we've known each other. We want to say somewhere around 2005-ish. <laughs> 2005 to 2008, somewhere in there is how long we've known each other. It's going back that far. So that's, that's how I know him so well, and that's how he knows me so well. And we like click tight, like down like four flat tires. But I know there's a lot of women that don't understand men in general, but when they get in a relationship, they get in it in a hurry and they don't really understand the person that they're getting in that relationship with because there's this stigma around the word single. You think single means you're not lovable or you're not good enough when in actuality it means that you're strong enough to stand on your own too and you're happy in your own skin and you're happy being in your own presence and you're not going to stand for anything from any just anything from anybody they can either add to your happiness or they can get to step in and and so i i really preach that single is a word not a status right and uh and i i I think i talked to a few guys and they said you know they sometimes they have a problem with being single too you know they they feel like they're not good enough or they're not lovable and uh it just stems from not healing their past wounds from previous relationships and um so on and so forth. You 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 gotta you gotta evaluate self. Yeah, regularly. So 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 as a man, if you feel that you're single and you're just not going anywhere, or nothing's going your way, you you gotta evaluate you. Yep. Not not to a to a point to where it's like you look in the mirror and go, what is it about me? But actually evaluating yourself. It it could be something that you need to change from just uh, I wouldn't say personality-wise or just, you know, just kind of look at yourself and say, okay, what can I, what can I bring to the table? What, what, are my, what are my best traits as a man? What are some areas I can work on? What are some areas I can improve as a man? So you got to identify that stuff up front to yourself, not someone else identifying it for you because – you're going to know yourself better than anybody else. And that's, that's been one thing with <laughs> you and I. I know me better mm. than me. Mm. So we have, we have bumped heads a lot of times because there's been times where you're trying to tell me something and I'm going, how you going to tell me? You see, do you see what I'm saying? I, I do. Well, I, I had, remember I, those I, I, had, 
I, I, ha- I had to reference this so people could understand what I mean by it, mm-hmm. okay? You, you know you better than anybody else. Right. So for someone to tell you anything outside of what you know about yourself, hit them with the how you going to tell me about me. I, can, I will say this, and this is not necessarily about you, but standing from the outside looking in, we see some things that you may not be facing in the mirror. Listen, I see everything in the mirror. <laughs> I said not necessarily about you. No, no, I'm just, I'm just speaking, I'm just speaking, of, I'm just speaking in general. Okay. Because, like I said earlier, you have to identify, right, what it is about you. Until you do that, it's gonna be, it's gonna be like that. Right. You're gonna have people that are trying to make you become level-headed and make you see certain things and broaden your horizon on certain things and to make a better you when actually you don't even know yourself yet. Right. Absolutely. So when when you can do that, then you can say, listen, I hear you, but what you're talking about, that ain't got nothing to do with me because I know me. So I get it. I appreciate what you're saying, but I don't want to hear that shit. That's me talking, though. (laughs) I I don't know how everybody else feels about it, but that's just me. That's right. that's what I would say. Right. You got you gotta you gotta know you at the end right. of the day and this this is not just men, this is women also. Oh, and yeah, this and this go and this goes back to taking care of you. Can't nobody take care of you better than you. Right. You don't depend on nobody but yourself. Period. I learned this a long time ago. If you depending on a man or I hate to say it, but a man depending on a woman, mm-hmm. The rest you got it twisted. Yeah. You got it twisted. You got you got to take care of you at the at the end of the day. It ain't nobody's job to save you. You got to save so, yourself. You got to yeah, make you you, you you swim or you drown. Period. That's it. By any means necessary, but you have to take care of yourself. Period. Right. Nobody's gonna do anything for you better than what you'll do for yourself. So I, I I'm one of those people like I don't look forward to anything. Period. When it happens, it happens. But you, you can't look forward to things when it hasn't even become present yet. Just like spending money that you don't have. We all either get paid every week or every two weeks, mm-hmm. or some people monthly if they're teachers or whatever. But, but as that money is about to approach, you're already spending it and you don't even have it. Right. That, that's what I mean about it. I hear you. We get we get we can have a whole other discussion on that, but I'll 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 table that for next for next time. We're gonna stay on relationships. Oh, so I get to come back. I get to come back. Yeah, you might get to okay. come. Back. I might. I might yeah. Okay, back. cool. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll I'll let your listeners decide if they want me back or not. Right. Let's do there that. There you go. There you go. Okay. Let's let's right. do that. <laughs> All right. So y'all heard y'all got to vote whether or not you want Sean to come back. Um, yeah. And even if you and even if you don't vote, I'm coming back anyway. So <laughs> you stuck with me. So how about that? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true, but it's okay. <laughs> hey, everybody, go refill your drink. We're going to listen to one more sponsor and then we will be right back to finish up my interview with my best friend, Sean Miller. Hey everybody, this is Coach Callie Tamey. I hope you are really enjoying the Life Awakening podcast. And I wonder, did you know that you can actually get paid to listen to my podcast? I know it sounds really crazy, but it's true. 
I just found this awesome new app. It's called PodCoin, and you actually get paid to listen to my podcast or any other podcast that you want to listen to. Here's how it works. You listen to the podcast and you earn PodCoin while you listen. Then you turn that PodCoin into gift cards at places like Amazon or Starbucks. Or if you choose, you can donate it to a PodCoin charity of your choice. The more you listen, the more you earn. So here's what you do. Go right now and download the app on your iPhone or Android, and I have a special code for you. Simply use the code LIFEAWAKENING, and you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. And if you listen to enough podcasts on here, you'll get a cappuccino at Starbucks or an Amazon gift card on us. So go ahead and listen to this podcast or virtually any podcast on PodCoin and sign up with the code LIFEAWAKENING. I swear it'll change the way that you listen to podcasts. All right. So do you believe in soulmates or do you believe that a soulmate could be your best friend and not somebody you're supposed to marry? That I do believe. And now, ooh, you just, ooh, you ruffled some feathers right there. <laughs> soulmate, no. Soulmate that you're not marrying 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. Because if it was up to me, I would want to marry every person that I felt was my soulmate, but I can't do that. Right. But what you do have to understand that just because you marry someone doesn't mean that's your soulmate. Right. If that if that makes sense, that might not really be your – now, the relationship might be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Y'all might have 30, 40 years of marriage, mm-hmm. a lovely family, beautiful house, kids, grandkids, whatever, but is that your soulmate? Maybe, maybe not. Exactly. Mm. However, when you really think about soulmates, you have to define, I'm a, let me ask you this, in your eyes, define what a soulmate is. And please don't give me the Webster Dictionary copy. <laughs> okay, so in, in a podcast, I said almost verbatim what you just said about a soulmate. Like, for real, like, like, don't get it twisted. Like, your soulmate could be your best friend. Everybody's like, oh, I'm going to find my soulmate, and you jumping into a relationship because you're in the honeymoon stage of your relationship, and you ain't really found out, like, you don't like the way that he snores at night, or you don't like the way he brushes his teeth and leaves toothpaste spit in the, in the sink. You know what I mean? And, and you, you getting all excited because he wants to put a ring on your finger, but you don't know him like that. Like, to me, a soulmate is somebody that can finish your sentences for you. You know what I mean? Like, they, they feel when there's something wrong with you and you ain't talked to them that day. Like, is, like, Jason was a soulmate that was supposed to be a friend, not somebody that I was supposed to be in that situationship with for so long. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he felt when there was something wrong with me and called me the day I almost took a bottle of sleeping pills. He was a soulmate in that respect as a friend. But mm-hmm. I took it to the next level. But he said, he said something that had me, that made me want to hold on and fight to want to live, which was, you're not the woman I fell in love with. And I, my twisted brain at that time, because I was so hurt, I didn't feel love. I didn't even love myself. I turned that into, he loves me which gave me enough hope to want to fight, to want to live. So, but it took a long time of healing and figuring out that he, I wasn't supposed to be in a relationship with him. He was just, just supposed to serve a purpose to help me get from one place to another. Like right. Teresa 
my other best friend, she get it like she knows. Like I know when there's something wrong with her, and I can call her and say, "Hey, what's up?" Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I, I tell her all the time. I said we probably soulmates, and she was like, "Yeah, you're right." Like we know. Like. Yeah. Me and you. Yeah, you we, just. We we probably real close. If we ain't, it it would surprise me because we've been we've been down too long. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you 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 just you just know them type of things like people that come into your life and it's just like you have a real unique relationship mm-hmm. with that person that kind of stands out more than others. Mm-hmm. That's when you start going, damn, this might be my soulmate. Right. But as in plural. Because a lot of people think that the only soulmate they're supposed to have is the person they walk down the aisle with. Not yeah. ne- not necessarily. You can have multiple soulmates because we're talking about a very unique relationship that's not just like a friendship. It's ju- it, it's just on some soulmate. You'll you'll know it when you. It's your energy that and individual, your connection. Yeah. Yeah, when that when that person enters your life, or if that person's in your life, or whatever, you just know, mm-hmm. and that, and that's what it is. So, but on that, will you marry your soulmate? Me personally, hell no. Do I have soulmates? Yes, I can agree to that. Yeah, but I don't. Nah, married? Nah. <laughs> I, I, you, you ain't ready for marriage. I don't know that you'll ever be ready for marriage. But it's not about being ready for marriage. I just said my soulmate ain't won't be who I marry. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's 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 what I'm saying. A so a, a soulmate. Like what? okay, so because but, you because you made you you made it seem like the person that you walk down with has to be your soulmate. Oh not, no, not necessarily. Yeah, that's no, what I thought you were talking about earlier. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, there's a lot of women that believe that. That's why. I, that's why I worded it in that way. I. I don't believe that the person that you walk down the aisle with will necessarily be your soulmate. Could they be? Yes. Is it possible? Yes. Is it likely? Maybe. Maybe not. Hmm. Okay. I thought you was asking kind of like, can you or can you not marry your soulmate type, or would you marry? your soulmate or is the person walking down your soulmate? I I took it for, you know, the way I think. I, I, I put yeah, it, my it, own it, little I, thing it, on it. it. Yeah, it, it can go either way. You know what I mean? It, yeah. that, that, that's, that's my thing. I, I'm just saying don't have your heart set on marrying your soulmate when your soulmate could be your best girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Do you right. know what I mean? Or your best yeah. guy friend. And but y'all have no, no connection or chemistry in any other kind of way. You know what I mean? Does well, that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this is one that I get hit with a lot. So I'm gonna throw this at you. And it's coming from women. No, this is coming from guys actually. Okay. I okay. I, I I get told by a lot of men you you intimidate men. I don't know how you're gonna have a man. Like you you. Okay. You, you intimidate them because you like you you got a mouth on you or you too strong you got too many goals you you do this you do that and I already I already know what you're gonna say but for what women, am I gonna women, say? <laughs> they I, ain't ready. I want you to say before I say it. Okay. Before I say what uh, I have to say. Because I feel what like you, you know me. 
wait, if they say that right. to me, then they, they they ain't the one. Keep it moving. They get intimidated. That that. that 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 has more to do with them than it does me. If you intimidated by me, I'm so sorry. That's because you weak right. is the way I feel about it. But uh, all right. So here here's my insight. Okay. <clears throat> you put a fire out with what? Right. Water. Period. That's all mm-hmm. I got to say. If you a firecracker, you put it out with water. Mm-hmm. As a firefighter, what do they do? Run head first into what? Burning houses, burning mm-hmm. fires. Mm-hmm. If you feel intimidated by a woman, not taking nothing away from women, mm-hmm. when women are the most gentle individuals on this planet, if you feel intimidated, no matter what her physique or body type is, that is one thing I have always said to some of my guy friends who talk about women or was talking to the girl and they don't work out. And I said, man, you scared of her? You intimidated by her? What is it? Man, I just, man, I, I know exactly what it is. You don't have to tell me because I can sense it and I can see it. But you got to be that if, if she come off hard, she really soft deep down. She's really soft. So you may want to feed fire with more gasoline. Right? <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the only way to peel the layer off. You peel that you peel that outer layer off because a lot of times what I've noticed with women that do have that come off very strong and intimidating. See, I don't feel like I'm layer, that way though. Peel the outer layer off. Peel it off. But you gotta get in to do that. If you run, you never had a chance. Oh yeah. We smell fear. You 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 you, you ne you never had a chance. So I get you made not feel like you come off like that, but what I'm saying is men might get that perception of you because a man going to think the way a man think. Mm-hmm. Man, she might be a little bit too hard for me or she coming off a little bit too strong. That should challenge you as a man to peel the outer layer off. Deep down, she's off, period. She's going to open up and she's going to start to become soft. However, you know, she still spit, spit fire now, but as a man, that's what you want. You don't want no no really soft woman. You want someone that's gone. Hey, get your shit right. There you go. You want that type of woman. You don't want anyone to just play Mary Maid and this and that. But hey, to each his own. I'm just talking about me in general and just the art of thinking. But as a man, you don't. You just don't want no merry maid. Right. You do want, but you do want a woman that is soft and genuine and compassionate. Mm-hmm. However, there are women out there that, how many times you, have you heard women say, I got my guard up? Yep. Yeah, don't matter what you say. This, this, this can be the man of her dreams. This, this may be the, the one who's going to put that glass slipper on her, mm-hmm. put her guard up. Because she ain't but if her you let, If you let the guard push you away without getting past the first layer, you never had a chance anyway. Right. I think I said this in one of these two podcasts that I was referencing at the beginning. You know, if if a man feels like he's intimidated by you and he got to figure out how to talk to you 
and he got balls enough to still come talk to you even though you intimidate him, you need to give him the time of day. You need to figure out what but, he's trying to do because he like he sucked it up and said, you know what, I, I need to find out more. She she might intimidate the shit out of me, but she got something that I need to, I, I need to know what she's working with. I think, I think a lot of times is a man's ego won't allow him to not necessarily do the most, mm-hmm. but at least put one foot in and one out. He, he already halfway in, halfway out, depending on what type of reaction you, he gets from a woman. Mm-hmm. The, worst, the worst thing a woman can say to a man is no, period. That's it. No. All right, cool. It don't get no worse than that. It's right, the it's way guys word. receive it after the Yeah, it's the way guys take it after that. Because you got some that's out there. You tell a man, no, he get crazy, calling y'all out your name and all of this. And I'm like, bro, what, what is all of that for? Right. Because she, she wasn't interested? Oh, so this, oh, so this make her even more interested now. Oh, okay, that, that's how this works. I've been doing shit wrong all this time. Okay, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I've been dating online forever, and so I can't remember what site this was on. I want to say I want to say it was interracialdatingcentral.com, and so it was like it was the first week I was on there, and and some dude inboxed me, and I went to his profile, and I looked at it and looked at his pictures, and I'm just like, no, you know what I mean? It's just like he wasn't attractive to me. Lived somewhere that I knew that I was not willing to entertain whatsoever. Age difference was not appealing to me whatsoever but like a whole, whole list of things it was just no and I, I was very gracious I was like you know I, I really appreciate you reaching out thank you but you know I'm not interested good luck in your search I got called everything but a child of God all kinds of motherfuckers listen what that's, and I was like that's, really? <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> like, you say that my, my friend I was I was talking about earlier who was doing the whole dating thing and I asked her I said hey Run these dudes by me first. Let give. I'm gonna ask you something about them. Send me their picture. Let me actually see them because I'm gonna give you my first impression of them. I don't have to know nothing about them, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna get a feel of them so I can know who you went on this date with. Just so if you don't answer, I at least know who you was with, or if something go wrong, or something like that. Right. So she was just like, "Yeah, it's this guy and." You know, I know in my past, you know, I dated guys like this, but, you know, I found me two chocolate men now. And I was like, oh, okay, so you're trying to merge over. Okay, ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. <laughs> I, I can help you. However, I'm about to give you some pointers. Right, because if you ain't never been there, you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> I'm about to give you some pointers on what to look out for not taking anything away from my brothers out here, but listen, you got some that you got to watch because, like I said, men are manipulated, okay? So you got to look for certain things to assess what they really want out of you. So you're not on the short end of the stick or you put yourself in a bad situation and then you're like, I should have never done this. She reaches out to me, what's today, Thursday, Tuesday, and was like, hey, you know, one of the, one of the guys, like, I, I just didn't feel his vibe, and I told him I really wasn't interested anymore, and he just cussed me straight out. I said, that's normal. Don't worry about that. She was like, I, feel, I really feel some type of way. Don't worry about that. That's normal. Keep it moving. I said, because you still got Ramon, 
and you got Charlie, and you got all these other guys that, you, that you're trying to figure something out with. So don't worry about that. Let that go. She said, well, the next guy, it, was, it just got too sexual, so I had to let him go. I said, well, we all grown at the end of the day, so we ain't children. <laughs> okay? And I know you, you're on the dating scene and you're divorced, but as a woman, you still got needs. Okay? I'm not telling you what to do, but if you felt uncomfortable with that, I understand. Okay, cool. There was another guy. He was cool and he was this, and I was like, hmm, I don't know about this one. I said, I sense some, it's something about him. I just, something don't feel right. And it was, she got real defensive mm. about the guy. And I was like, you don't even know this man. I don't know him, but I'm telling you, it's, some, it's something about him. And this was another guy that was just, she said, absolutely crazy. She went on a date with him. Everything was fine. She just wasn't feeling it. And he just cussed her straight out, called her some bees, this and that, and slut, and this and that, and all, just anything he wanted to say, okay? And I said, I told you, you got to watch what you're doing and what you're getting yourself into because now you're really seeing a certain side of men and what they actually want from you. All you told them was no or you're not interested anymore. You gave them the courtesy of letting them know rather than blowing them off. You should have just blew them off because telling someone no, a lot of people don't know how to receive that or I'm not interested or something, but the way somebody reacts or the way these men react, that got something to do with their inner self. That ain't you. Right. That's them. And she might need so to do some cleaning up our, on her energy if that's the type of dude she's still like, she needs to get a little bit more clear about who she's trying to get to. Hey, I've been beating her upside the head for the past six years on that. <laughs> so I've been beating her up about, but that's one of them because I don't want to contradict myself right. and be a hypocrite. Right. But that's one of them, how can you tell me about me? Right. But, but, I, also said, but I also said I know her better than she know herself. Right. So it's me trying to help her in a, in a whole different way than just be her friend and her childhood friend. Right. I'm trying to actually show her something to expand her art of thinking to a, to a certain level. And I think you and I talked about this where some people, they're not ready for that. They don't know how to, they, they can't adapt to that. And it, and it scares some people to where it's like, man, every time I talk to him, like he be on some other shit. Like, I, can't, I don't even know how to have a conversation with him because I really don't understand where he's coming from because your mind isn't there. They need to do some personal development. That's a, that's, and I preach that regularly. I mean, my podcast is personal development. That's what it's for. But that's what changed my life. Like, you knew me back in 2000-whenever, and then to know me now, it's like fucking night and day. <laughs> night and day, I'm talking. Uh, I can't oh, even find a damn analogy. <laughs> she from another planet now. <laughs> or she from another planet about, man. <laughs> God. But it's but it's it's a good thing though. When right. you can acknowledge where where you been, the rock bottom that you hit, because mm. like you I've hit rock bottom too, it may not have been to the severity that you had, but when you hit it, you it's hit severe it. to you. Yeah. It's 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 different for everyone. Right. that have ever hit rock bottom. So 
to know how it feels, you can relate to people that actually hit it because it's, we all get the same feeling. Right. It all means the same. Rock bottom means the same thing. Don't nothing right. about it change. Right. So just understanding it and what it's, what it stands for and being able to relate with others, even though, you know, the journey may have been different with right. you and I, but hell, I could tell you what it feels like. Right. So, but yeah, to, to definitely see from then, wilding out back then to now, it's like night and day. Because there's some days I just wake up and be like, man, I didn't imagine being where I am right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 didn't, I didn't imagine finding you know, like a way out, finding myself. Right. That is so true. Because, like, if you could, could anybody have told me back in two thousand, we'll say seven. We're just gonna, we're just gonna put it there. Two thousand seven. Would you have ever imagined that I would be a best-selling author and a life coach and living in California right now? No. Nah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Oh, for those of you that hadn't read my book, in 2007, I was partying, doing lots of drugs, drinking lots of... I started partying on Thursday. And That's when home. it started. Yeah. We started partying on Thursday. I would still get up and go to work on Friday. Go mm-hmm. and, Like, as soon as I get home, take a shower, eat dinner, change clothes, and I'm right back at the club. About to sign the door is open, get in on the happy hour. And come home six o'clock in the morning, get enough sleep to catch, you know, uh, catch college game day. When it come on at nine thirty, <laughs> watch my football, might catch a nap in between my favorite games, and I'll be right back at the club partying to like eight nine o'clock that night. I ain't come home till six o'clock on Sunday night. That was my normal for two years, three years, yeah, three years before I before I had to stare down with a bottle of sleeping pills. Like, Sean watched it. Like, he was at the club party with me half the time. Man. It was, yeah. <laughs> we started, and we, t- we, we traveled clubs. Like, we, we knew we would start at Tantra. And yeah. We go, we go over to another one, and we end up down at, uh, what was the one, oh, the one Adam and them? Oh, I can't. I forgot. I forgot. It wasn't Zen, was it? Yeah. Then we end up down at Zen. And we'd stay there till like, daylight or after. Yeah. I remember it snowed that year, and we were stuck there. Yes. Like, oh like overnight all the way to, like, noon the next day, that Sunday, we were stuck. Yep. Oh, we were. That was. We were that foobard, was so man. <laughs> we yeah. were foobard beyond it all belief. Yeah. It was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. We, we had a good time. I'm glad those days are over. I, I would. Yeah, I, my body, my body, my body is not like it used to be. Like I'm not. I can't do. I it. can barely even drink now. Right. Like I can't. My body not what it used to be. And yeah, I and I can hang with the best of them. Yeah, yeah I'm good. Yeah, no, we good. So. All right. So for ladies, I know we have. This is what I call like you draw lines in the sand, which are your negotiables, and then you got lines drawn in the concrete, which are your deal breakers. Do you guys have deal breakers and negotiables, or is it just deal breakers? Come on, with women. Yeah. No, with men. Of course, with women. <laughs> uh, you never know, you know. Um, <laughs> not not knocking nobody though. I just want right. to right. keep, keep the record straight. Right. Um, deal breakers. Uh, I think I think their guys maybe have some. I. I remember one friend of mine was like, bro, I had to let her go, like, 
her nails was chipped. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, what about her personality? Nah, bro, I can't do that, bro. Her nails was chipped. Okay. But Okay, I, can, I, I know why that is. Like, if he's super anal about that, and this is what I've heard, and you might can shed some light on this, too. Some guys that have, like, it, I call it a fetish. That might be too strong a word, but, like, they want your nails and your toes to be done because they feel if you take the extra time to make sure that your nails and your feet are done, you're going to take care of everything else in between, and everything else in between is going to be nice and clean. Absolutely. Okay. I, I understand that to the T. Um, mm-hmm. I get it. I'm real observant. I'm, I I watch a lot. I'm looking at a lot. I'm observing a lot from just a visual to a facial expression, a gesture. It's right. little things that I actually look at when I'm talking to people. Right. Um, if you if you can't look me in my face and have a conversation with me, there is no conversation. Right. Oh yeah, we're done. So I don't like people to look past me when we're right. talking. What? But I'm I'm not saying these are deal breakers but this is something that I sense mm-hmm. and I see from people which makes me kind of want to get <laughs> as crazy as it sounds it makes me want to get to know them more mm-hmm. because everything that you do and every gesture that you make comes from something think about people who walk with their head down or people that walk looking down not mm-hmm. forward mm-hmm. that makes me want to know why I want to understand this person on why you can't walk with your head up or why you're always looking down or do you have low self-esteem? What caused this low self-esteem? Do you have anxiety? What causes anxiety? I want to open up to people, get people to actually talk because I like to understand the way another human thinks. Right. And that's, that's my whole thing, and this is one thing that I'm saying to women is do not – Give it all at one time. Make someone challenge you to open up in the way that you actually think. And also do that as a man, no matter if he shuts down or not, because I've done it. I've had somebody really try to dig in and get to know me, and I shut down because I wasn't ready to talk about that. Because as men, we real reserved. We don't, we don't like to air out everything. We don't want people in that close. Like I just met you, I'm not. I ain't telling you shit. Right. That's how we are. Well, you because gotta feel safe you get, with your partner too. You gotta feel like one, you gotta feel one, that safe. And, safe and the and the, and the and the biggest thing with a man is you don't want to give too much. You don't want to give too much because when things happen and you felt comfortable enough to open up to your partner or whoever this person is, as soon as an argument erupts. What happens? You always got to throw that shit in my face. I open up to you to tell you something about me, and you threw it in my face in the heat of the moment. That right there, ladies and gentlemen, you got to go. I don't trust you. Yep. Period. It's over with. I don't care what type of relationship we have. I don't care how bomb the sex life is, how much you appreciate my ass. No. I don't trust you, though. I... I, uh, argument when it's done, it's done. You got to leave that shit alone. Like you make yeah. your peace with it and never bring it up again. Because if you bring it up again, I'm 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 over it. Yeah, I'm over it. So, well, I think that's I think we pretty much hit every every realm of the relationship in those two podcasts and then some today. <laughs> 
ain't nothing wrong with a little extra. Yeah, I'm down for some extra. Give me me. (laughs) Uh, Well, again, one one thing I will say, since you did say, you know, majority of your listeners are women. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it's all about you at the end of the day. It may come off selfish to others. If others can't understand it, then they got a serious problem. But at the end of the day, you have to be selfish because can't nobody take care of you better than you, and you got to take care of yourself um, at the end of the day. Don't depend on nobody to take care of you but you. Um, when it comes to the whole dating scene and this guy and that guy, or hopefully just this one guy, but challenge them. Don't, get, don't give them all of you at once. And that's just me speaking from experience because, like I said, you know, guys, we, I mean, we are manipulators, and the more you give us up front, the more we're going to use that to get whatever it is that we want or what we came for, period. Because at the end of the day, we all grown. Right. We all grown. So just peel it back like an orange. That's it. And identify if this man really and truly down for you and getting to know you. Not saying that it takes you six months to peel that orange all the way back, but what I'm saying is take your time with the information that you unfold and you unpeel to this guy so that you don't get taken advantage of and then you're sitting there like, man, like, I shouldn't have did this, and now you, you know, you're looking for the next man or you put emotions into somebody that you thought something was going somewhere and then it just flopped. Now you're back at square one, and you're in need of whoever come next just to give you any type of attention. That's who you're going to be drawn to. And then that might put you in a bad situation. You might end up with the wrong person or get caught up with the wrong person, or you sleep with the wrong person, Right. and now you're dealing with the wrong person. Right. So mm-hmm. that's, my, that's my two cents for the evening, and hopefully y'all vote me back. But hey, <laughs> listen. Well, I'm I'm gonna be back regardless. Right, so you gonna be back regardless. I just, just, <laughs> just want to see who who would actually vote me in. That, that's right. that's what that's what I want to see. Right, who who would go. who would vote me back? And and what they would like to hear from me next time. So you there know, you if go. you get any questions, anyone's listening, and be like, hey, like you know, I want to actually ask him this. Is there a way that he could address this? What did he mean by that? Can he go back in detail about this? So if there's any type of feedback after this episode, just let me know and, you know, we could, we could address it at another time. Yeah, we can make it happen. So um, before we jump off here, I know you have some exciting news about starting a, a podcast of your own. So why don't you oh. let my listeners know about that so that, you know, we can, we can share some love, homie. Okay. All right. So. Dear listeners, I didn't mean everything that I said prior to this conversation. He's <laughs> lying. Um, but no, what what month is it? July the 29th, which is Monday. Yes. We'll be launching the Extraordinary Gentleman podcast. So me and two other guys, we've been working on this for some time and finally said, hey, it's time to do it. We've just been trying to make sure we get everything from, you know, copyright perspective to, you know, all the other stuff that comes with 
this whole industry so that we're not stepping on anybody else's toes that want to be the the extraordinary gentleman because I feel like there's only one, and that's us. Mm -hmm. However, it is actually spelled T-H-3 because there's three of us, and then extraordinary gentlemen. So there is an actual the extraordinary gentleman, but we're men. So um, that will launch July the 29th, which is Monday. I'll give you a little snippet. It's pretty much just the the mind of a guy. You you got three guys with three different personalities. Add myself to the mix, which you kind of got already, and you have three extraordinary gentlemen. We we touch pretty much everything. Um, it could be from relationships to current events, day-to-day life uh, instances, sports. I'm not a politics type of person, so you, if we do or if the other guys do, I'll probably be asleep. Um, <laughs> That's why we get along so much. <laughs> Um, we like Paula nothing, what? <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing against anybody's political views. I just I've never I've never done it. I've never yeah. I've it has nothing to do with who's in office right now or who was there. I've never I've never dealt with that. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm cool as long as my power on. I got a job. <laughs> my dog got food. I can get gas in my car. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> And I can get on a plane without it going down. I'm cool. I'm right. good. I'm good. But right. I mean, I, I'm I'm the I don't watch the news type of person. That's the other reason we. It's always it's <laughs> always something bad going on, and I just I I, I just want to keep the positive energy going in life. So I don't I don't have to turn on Channel Six News to hear negative shit. Right there. You I'd go. rather not turn it on Channel Six News. Right, I, I don't even watch it on the TV. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather watch Sports Center or something like that. But, okay. And so but how yes, often uh, are you guys going to be posting? Is it uh, once a week or multiple times a it'll, week? It'll, 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 we're going to start off once a week just to allow, you know, the, the, the fan base to start really getting acquainted to, to mm-hmm. it and looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do it once a week. We'll more than likely record Sunday I'll release it probably Sunday night, and it'll hit platforms, you know, probably Monday. What do you say? It takes about 24 to 40 hours, depending on what platform it hits or where it hits first. Right. So, yeah, we'll, we'll record on Sundays. It'll drop Mondays. And then as we progress and things of that nature, we might drop one at the beginning of the week and then probably record another one probably like Wednesday, Thursday, and drop it Friday, um, especially with, you know, Football season coming back up and NFL and I know every woman on here probably don't want to hear that shit. But listen, we got other stuff to talk about too. Okay, it won't it won't be all sports related. You know, we'll we'll, we'll I'll i definitely keep you women in mind when I get to talking too. So so don't feel like this is just for men. This is for women as well. So um, you know, I'm all about sports, so you already know I'm gonna be listening. So there's that. I, I know, I know. Don't come in there with your rah 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 either. So <laughs> watch me. <laughs> yeah. You already know. But yeah, I look forward to it. It's gonna be fun. I hope everybody enjoyed the episode or whatnot, and I hope to be talking to you guys again soon. 
Yep, that'd be awesome. I appreciate you, Shauna. You know, I, I, I no love problem. You. Love you to death. You are awesome. You are the bomb. dot com, and um, I'll send you a copy of this recording too. So if you guys decide you want to share it on your podcast, you most certainly can. And uh, I will, if you'll send me a link to your podcast, I'll put it in my show notes so everybody has got a a way to find you. All right, that'll work. That sounds good. All right. Well, thank you, hon. I appreciate you. All right. That's it for today's show, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with us for over an hour today. We went a little bit long, but, you know, me and my friend Sean, we just chop it up and we talk and have a great time. Uh, And I hope you guys enjoyed it just as much as we did. I look forward to having him back on again at a a later time. We want to talk about relationships 101 and you are not the janitor in your life or whatever you guys decide you want to hear a man's perspective on. He has graciously volunteered to take whatever heat we throw at him and give his perspective of his perspective of it from a man's view so don't forget to go check out his podcast over at the extraordinary gentleman is the is spelled a th3 because there's three of them i know it's going to be fire he is awesome and i can't wait to listen to it myself if you haven't already make sure you hit the subscribe button for this podcast so that you don't miss an episode again thank you thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart i love you guys to the moon and back and i We'll see you again next week. Bye-bye now.